Evening, passengers. This is your conductor speaking. Take your seats, keep all arms, tentacles, and other appendages inside the hearse at all times. We wouldn't want any unhappy accidents, now would we? Tonight's brought to you by the dark underbelly of the mythological and factual world. It may not be appropriate for all the little cryptids in your home. Be sure to tuck them into their coffins with a kiss goodnight, because we're revving up for our road trip to the grave. Hi, I'm Matu. Hey guys, I'm Shelby. And Steph's not here with us tonight, but I'm going to be your driver tonight. And tonight we're going all the way to Bucksport, Maine to discuss the witch's foot on Colonel Jonathan Buck's tomb. You guys, Uh, (laughs) you know that I don't like to gossip. I don't. That's not who I am. I don't like drama. But I heard that Goody Proctor was showing some leg on some dead dude's grave. Oh, my God. I heard she was dancing. I heard she was dancing. I heard she was dancing sky clad. Also, also, Stephanie's not here because, like, who goes out and celebrates their birthday? Who Ew, does how that? dare How dare, how dare they? I'm just kidding. I love you. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so gay. Uh, <laughs> These bitches is gay. <laughs> Good for them. Good, Good for, for them. them. Good for them. <laughs> uh, I always hear it in this very butler voice. These bitches gay. Good for them. Good for them. I am never going to read the meme any other way now. <laughs> That's how it has to be read or it doesn't like work in my head. In my head, I read it as like, these bitches is gay. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> you just got Samuel Jackson in your head. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just Samuel L. Jackson yelling at us that we're gay. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. So... So there's this whole thing in Maine called the Curse of Buck's Tomb. And uh, so, of course, anything witches, I'm like, fuck yeah, I got to dig into that. Uh, Of course. Because I'm just, I know uh, an obsessive amount of information about, like, witches and the witch trials and stuff. And um, I'll give you some of that today. Uh, So I'm going to tell you guys about the story of Colonel Jonathan Buck and Ida Black of Bucksport, Maine. Bucksport, Maine is so named after Colonel Buck. No, I, yeah. I never would have guessed Who that. Who would have guessed it? Who would have Holy guessed it? Holy shit, this is new and pertinent information. <laughs> uh, but like before we begin, I want to talk about the fact that the land that uh, Bucksport, Maine is on and like a good chunk of Maine actually belonged to an indigenous group called the Red People. And they were so named that because they would paint their like burial goods and stuff like that. Um, and there's a rumor they painted their bodies red as well for burial. Um, but this happened like 3,000 years before the advent of the ceramic period. So like they're <laughs> they're ancient, right? Also so the- like funerary customs of different indigenous groups just varies so widely. It does. And like, I thought that that's coming really- from me as a mortuary student, not from right. me as an indigenous person. But it's also like, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. It is super cool how like how different it is. Oh, yes. Like, with them being part of the archaic period, that's like mm-hmm. a pretty interesting like. So they basically Maine was like their area. And um, I wonder if what they actually called their own nation or their own tribe. That would have been interesting to know. But yeah, um, I couldn't find much information on them unfortunately uh but i do know that a lot of their um burials are still very much uh semi-preserved in bucks uh, sport maine oh that's uh, awesome in, 
they're actually in the same like cemetery area that um because the cemetery that this tomb is in uh buck actually founded the cemetery i mean he founded the whole town but he also founded the cemetery also for the people listening leave it alone right don't touch it leave it alone (laughs) like the oldest mummy in the world was found like in a cave and of course the people were like oh let's remove the mummy and study it and all the indigenous people were like could you like fucking put it back and it was a really really long battle to get it put back the the biggest problem is that the victor during the victorian era like uh people in england were powdering down mummies and eating them eating them because they thought it would help their digestive system yeah but the water was bad (laughs) but yeah but don't wash your hands don't Uh, wash your hands eat the mummy it's all good but yeah, so I, I felt that it was necessary to at least discuss the fact that this land did not belong to Buck, like Buck or anybody like that, or any of the white colonizers or settlers of that time period. Like this was obviously well, like formatted land and that had been cared for and people thrived on well before that. And as a Anishinaabe and Scandinavian biracial person, it's just really important that I share that knowledge with people because we- Of course. We in the United States and Canada and South America all live on Turtle Island and have to acknowledge the fact that it doesn't, you know, it we're here because they were all they were here. Yes. For twenty five thousand years before us. Yes. <laughs> like they were doing just fine. <laughs> um, but before we get into this, I, I need to give some trigger warnings because uh, if we're gonna talk about Ida Black's story, we have to talk about how capital punishment has affected specifically uh women during these time periods and um how they didn't affect men in the same regard and and so there's some trigger warnings content warnings about violence towards women torture um adultery and death and like so i do try to gloss over these things i'm not going to get into gory details or anything like that it's not that kind of podcast uh but we don't gotta go there. We don't gotta go there. You so, can go there, but we're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, you guys go there on your own. Enjoy that for yourself. But yeah, I want to talk a little bit about uh, witch trials and witch hunting in general, and like kind of the source of that, as we know it for like uh, European culture, and um, I, broad European, so Eastern European, all of that included, um, and the trials of magic in general because trials of magic started before the witchcraft uh like the witch trials that like obviously the salem witch trials are famous like we know that but it started well before that and um as soon as we have like a solid base of that uh i'll touch a little bit on the salem witch trials but we're gonna do a whole podcast on that so i'm not gonna get like too detailed into that uh, yeah, at some point. Uh, <laughs> but we're just going to be focused on how punishment was doled out against these accused from witchcraft and then the start of the Burning Times and how this impacts the Ida Black story for colonial American soil. So during the first trial of magic, a man by the name of Lucius Aplius, uh, I might be butchering that. I don't I don't speak Roman. Um, I don't speak Roman times. Right. Anyway, so this guy Lucius falls sick on his way home to Athens. And um, so him and his school friend are like going home from Athens and he's been studying like uh, essentially the equivalent of the occult like back then. (laughs) 
but like you know basically he's been studying magic and how it like is attached to like philosophy or whatever i was gonna say like studying the sun <laughs> it would have been like you imagine heresy <laughs> but yeah so his school friend uh i'm gonna picture this uh Sosinius, takes him home where he lives takes him home to his place and lucius straight up falls in love with his best friend's widowed mom oh no <laughs> so you know bitch is like probably twice his age if not more Lucy's mom has got it going right <laughs> so uh amelia the woman uh also like they fall in love they decide let's get married after this he's been like nursed right <laughs> like he she nurses him back to health they fall in love oh we love Hurrah. a meet cute right um <laughs> But her family is like, this young man has seduced our daughter with magic. As one does. As one does. <laughs> They're saying that it was love magic. Love and magic. Okay. So you just want your widowed daughter to just be fucking sad forever? What's fucking wrong with you? Like, let her get that young dick. Leave, leave, <laughs> let it go. But yeah. They're like, so she has attracted a young man? Mm -hmm. Clearly clearly magic was involved here and the thing is is they're blaming him and they're saying that he's like a like a, a warlock because which obviously i didn't have that word back then because because he was studying magic of course which makes total fucking sense of course. but like so they go to the roman uh, officials and they're like um lucius is a wizard and like <laughs> you're a wizard lucius right can you fucking imagine <laughs> He's all, no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> uh, and so, like, this is where it's really funny because it's called Platonic philosophy, uh, like Plato. Right. But it's just like studying magic. And I'm sure Plato is here for that. And the, these teachings blended with magic. And uh, so, Lucius was taken to trial, right? Homeboy gets a trial. And not like a, let me torture you until you admit it trial. Just a trial. Oh, like a real trial? Yeah. Homeboy got him. a real fucking trial. This was the first ever recorded in history um, knowledge that we have of a witch on trial. The first ever. And I, mean, I, I just, I'm baffled that he actually got a trial instead of you did it and we don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> it, and, you know, I'm I'm sure it has nothing to do with the sad little guy between his legs. Um <laughs> I'm sure it has nothing, nothing at all. to do with it. Nothing, nothing there. Well, I mean, look at Giles Corey. Mm -hmm. They were it's... like, why are you defending your wife so hard? Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe she seduced you. Maybe you're a witch. I'm like, fuck it. You both, me. Giles Corey, though, what a fucking power move. More oh, weight. God. Yes. <laughs> like, if anybody loved his wife, that man. Giles Corey was there for his wife. Yeah, you know they didn't get married out of convenience. They got married out of fucking love. <laughs> yes. No, literally telling the sheriff more weight. Yeah. More weight. More, bitch. Like, more. Damn. More. Do it. Damn. Just, and the fact that he goes out cursing that the sheriff's like job yes. permanently. Yes. Oh. I just love that every sheriff since that sheriff has died mm -hmm. of like a heart attack or a stroke. Yep. Something bad has happened to them. Crazy. I just. That's my favorite story of the Sa from the Salem Witch Trials, yes. to be honest with you. It's my favorite. We love, we love Giles Corey. And a true, utter badass among, yes. uh, like, a defender of women. 
Yes, truly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so Lucius goes on trial and he defends himself because a homeboy's got a degree. What are you gonna do about it? And <laughs> like, and so he convinces the Roman um, like judges that he didn't do fucking shit and that him and Amelia are straight up in love. Like it's for real, for real. We're just Gonna, in love, bro. That's right. It. And um, so he's taken on trial, defends himself in court. There's no conviction because the fucker didn't do anything wrong. Yes. Uh, and Amelia's like, fuck my family. We're leaving. They don't even bring her. Like, it doesn't say anything about her bringing her son or anything because he's a grown ass man. So he can go do <laughs> whatever he wants. You're a grown ass man. You but Amelia and Lucius flee to Carthage where um, Lucius becomes an orator, a teacher, and an author, and becomes the very first, like, surviving, surviving Roman novel that, oh, like, yeah, that we have in history. And it's called The, the Golden Ass, and it's about a donkey. I love that. No, yeah. I will not hear that it was about a donkey. I will hear that the metaphor was okay for ass <laughs> it's even funnier though because the story is about a witch who turns a man into a donkey oh we love that and the whole storyline is fucking straight up weirdly just like um if you've seen the emperor's new groove Oz, right duh right you have like what six kids yes <laughs> I, I can count yay yeah you so can uh um, according to Mark V. Moorhead of the Houston Press, the film's plot bears heavy resemblance to the Golden Ass, even though Disney denies it. Of course, Disney yeah. denies it. They're all, we didn't do that. And then yeah. they're all kicks it in the Brothers Grimm fairy tale. No under shit, a bench. right? <laughs> you don't see any of that. We wrote these ourselves. We made that up. This, no, what? Nothing. Not, no, not us. <laughs> right but yeah so lucius is um like the first magic on trial to ever be noted in history or at least like i'm sure there are other history books that have been burned by colonization that should have given us more information but uh nothing happens for a very long time after this right we have no records of witchcraft being anything uh outside of like you know the bible says about like necromancers and stuff like that right nothing until the 1400s in switzerland that we see true documented atrocities in the name of god god or as we call him john john (laughs) so yeah uh we're in switzerland circa 1428 where men claimed women snuck out of their homes to fly naked on brooms in the night and have copious amounts of lesbian sex. Good for them. Right? Thriving. I uh, was sure you were going to say to steal their penises, but that's a good alternative, too. Good for them, too. <laughs> yeah. I won't let them go. Uh, so basically, the, the origin of witch hunting, as Western society knows it, starts and, like, begins in this, like, whole moment in fucking switzerland where they're just like straight up convinced that these women are like sneaking out and turning into wolves and eating sheep and like having i don't know scissoring on brooms and shit and i just i don't fucking know like they're having all these i will never forget that scene in europe the witching where she's like (laughs) someone recommended that book to me the other day and i was like i've read it thank you i've been (laughs) read it and no (laughs) thanks but no thank you 
they embraced each other as a husband and wife would. And I was like, are, are you implied they're scissoring? <laughs> what? <laughs> so wild to me but yeah so this is like at the high point for catholicism right like right. Uh, we've got poke calixus the third at the wheel and he's thriving because you know pope's hydrated dude. he's hydrated <laughs> he's not wrinkly Moisturized. yet <laughs> <laughs> uh and these witch trials become the great uh become known as like the great valius witch trials and i'm probably butchering that word uh valius please yell know. at us yeah if i'm butchering that correct me um, but yeah, it's not the first time witchcraft went on trial, obviously, Lucius, but like, Lucius didn't fa face any consequences. His right. consequences were a quick trial where he had no conviction and he got to run away with his bride and like live happily ever after, quite literally. Yay. Yeah. And we, <laughs> while well, we love that for him and Amelia, because, right? Um, at this point, Lucius has been dead for fucking shit uh hundreds. a thousand years a thousand yeah. years or some shit yeah and um you know now we're at the point where this is before you know emperor constantine and the edict of milan and all that shit right right yeah so but it's worth noting that the holy bible and for that the christian and catholic church uses does include magic uh but most notably it's necromancy uh so the witch of endor of which anybody who has religious trauma hi um what's you, up right welcome <laughs> to the club um so in the first book of samuel of the ancient hebrew scriptures it speaks of saul the first king of the united united kingdom of israel and judah and the ban of necromancy aka communication with the dead um in short after having the witch of endor summon the spirit uh, the prophet samuel to tell saul of the outcome of his war uh where Sa samuel tells saul that his army's gonna straight up die bitch um, can i like, just say mm. that the witch of endor sounds like star wars <laughs> it does sound like star wars uh but yeah so saul's just like my army's gonna perish because samuel said so but this is the witch's fault of course shoot the messenger and obviously it must be necromancy um and obviously easy woman scapegoat so of bam of yep so um uh, according to my partner who is jewish um they said that the talmud um covers judaism and witchcraft pre-saul but i am not jewish uh i will absolutely refer you to the podcast jew witches for more information on that though uh which, that. yeah great podcast to get more information in depth on that if you'd like um but yeah so this belief continues throughout Abra uh, abraham religions that capital punishment is the form of death penalty that's legal toward use of magic within specific circumstances so while the torah and the talmud and um it says in many texts written by rabbis in general were lost that's a footnote from my partner um, and the Quran all have different explanations around this. Like they all have different ideas of what capital punishment and magic like involve. Um, but I'm just going to speak from like the fact that I grew up in the Mormon church. Um, so <laughs> right, like that's where we're coming from. We're coming right. from 
uh, we grew up Mormon and this is our understanding of the King James Holy Bible. And in Exodus, it says, thou shall not suffer a witch or sorceress to live. And um, it's used to express basically the uh, witches who practice witchcraft to mislead people. Uh, and so in 106 to 76 BCE, uh, the first story of Jew Jewish witch hunt was like a story about a man who kills all these witches. But again, I refer to the Jew witches podcast for this. But basically, the guy made it up and it's complete bullshit. And he oh, just wanted it was a, it was like OG clout made up. Oh, that I'm sure that happened kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can't believe that happened. Oh, no. But yeah, so this... Uh, the Great Valias Witch Trials. These women are accused of so many things, like I said, flying through the air, becoming invisible by the use of sinister herbs, turning into wolves, and preying on the cattle. Can you imagine? I'm sorry, that just sounds like they were living their best life. And they it were does. Mad. It sounds like they were partying. And I'm just like, yes. why can't I? Uh, but yeah, so they also apparently cast curses on good, quote unquote, Christians. So a good Christian in their yes. good Christian suburb. <laughs> in 1428, the townsfolk demanded results against the scourge which is consorting with the devil. Of course. Uh, this rhetoric should sound similar to anybody knows anything about the same witch trials. And Goody Proctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Goody Proctor, showing some leg on some dead dude's tombstone. Would thou like to live deliciously? Yes, I would, Black Phillip. Oh, yeah, right. Like, at uh, the end, like, when she's floating up, that little smile, that is just the perfect ending to any movie. I was like, kiss. good for her. Thank you, Robert Eggers. That was fantastic. That's all we want. That's all we want. That's just all a, we want. We want our girl to have a happy ending. That's That all. wasn't her fault the baby got stolen and her mom and her dad were shitbags to her about it. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so it's not a coincidence that the Salem Witch Trials have a lot to do in connection to Valius because uh, same premise, if the person accused by three or more people was arrested by political and religious officials, they were a witch. Of course, but I mean, yeah. at the same time, I mean, I'm sure they knew, but that, like, that is the easiest way to get rid of your political opponents. Right? And like, just get rid of people you just don't like. They're like, it's like right. OG HOA. Yes. Yeah. My favorite story out of the Salem Witch Trials was the guy that was like, oh, if they have like a witch mark, aka a mole, and you prick it and it bleeds, they're a witch. Oh my God. And so many of those priests that went by that were actually using that to, uh, essay uh women that's yeah disgusting but mm -hmm. the gentleman that made that up had a mole on his back that's guess so what? funny guess what it bled i bet it sure did <laughs> it did because not all moles are vascular but it sure was oh yeah yeah so literally anyone who was conf who confessed uh obviously was burned at the stake right there was just no winning there because it was like if you it, tried to defend yourself they're uh -huh. like why are you getting so mad about it <laughs> yeah and so and then whoever pled not guilty was then tortured until by any guilty. means necessary until they pled guilty yeah. and those who didn't so like um of course they burned them after they pled guilty no regardless of, of how they got to that guilty sentence but a clerk court by the name of johannes frund um was the author of like all of the detailed records of the uh, Velius, Velius witch trials. In his footnotes, he wrote that a number of the confused refused to ever confess 
and died in torture while maintaining their innocence. That's terrible. But he, like all the other officials, believed that anyone accused must be guilty, and thus they were vindicated in their capital punishment of these women. Ugh. So over 300 accused died in uh, in this trial. Uh, And the witch hunts, of course, then spread through France and Germany uh, and become officially sanctioned by the Catholic Church as the year of the burning times continue. And over a half a million accused of horrible deaths die, uh, like, at the stake and all within Europe. And these aren't accounting for any witch hunts in other areas because I know, like, in Saudi Arabia, there were reports of which uh, burnings up until 2014. And oh as far God. as I know, they still practice. Um, uh, like, and it's only ever been reported against women, of course. Of course. Uh, I think it wasn't until the Americas, um, like colonial time that we actually started seeing men like readily um, accused and like tried for, um, witchcraft than seeing capital punishment. Uh, I think there were only very few men though, right? There was only a couple. It was like, uh, gosh, what's her name? Uh, Tolis, it starts with T. Oh my God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Tituba. Tituba, yeah. Her her husband Mm -hmm. also uh, was imprisoned for witchcraft. So. What's, I, I mean, it's terrible that it started with her but when you look at the whole grand scheme of things i think she was the only person or one of the only people that was not executed yeah she was one of the few that actually was able to maintain her innocence and be i believe released um i don't think she was was she not released because she's she was enslaved i think she was just sold well no okay but by released i meant by like not Not executed yeah Yeah. no she Uh, was not executed I know that like around 95 women had been imprisoned and stuffed into the same jail cell before uh, like uh, other officials were like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And stepped in, so. Yeah. But yeah, so these get sanctioned. The people are burning bodies and then, you know, it hits Scotland and we'll cover Scotland in its own episode because the Scotland witch trials are fucking insane they make the salem massachusetts witch trials look fucking tame i mean there's a reason that people say scotland is the most haunted Mm -hmm. location in the world that's my motherland (laughs) uh yeah so we already just like we already talked about the guy in salem who defended his wife like uh yeah yeah he died by weight of stone and good for him we appreciate but so like we know for a fact that uh ways of death uh in scotland were suffocation more than, than burnings yes and then in salem we uh know for a fact that these women were who were accused and died were either hung or i believe drowned uh but be- being drowned was really really rare really really Are you rare? talking about how they would be like a tied uh, to a chair if you float 
Like if you float, you're a witch. If you drown, you're innocent mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. to that effect. So those weren't like executions. They were trials. And right. um, there's like a whole list of things of, the, of trials that people yes. died during that weren't yeah. formal executions. Like witch um, cakes, witch treats, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so mostly a lot of people died during torture. Um, and a lot of women died in poor conditions in the, the prison. No one on colonial American soil was burned at the stake. And that's really, yeah. really important information for Ida Black. Yep. That all happened in Europe. And um, again, I, that's why I specify that uh, Scotland isn't known for witch burnings. So They're known for literally suffocating them, which is fucking a wild thing to me. But again, that's because we'll get into that, the Scotland thing later, because that has something to do with a very specific man. Um, I mean, I think I'd rather be suffocated than burned alive. <laughs> oh, fucking same, though. Uh, but yeah, so it's super important to note that the U.S. colonies never used burning as a capital punishment, um, ever. Like, we've never burned anyone at the stake for any reason, regardless of witchcraft or not. And that's not us to say that, like, the U.S. is morally superior. In oh that God, way. no, We're no, just no! For it, like historical, it's just sake. a really like yeah. historical sake. It's really important that we note that that never happened because it's important to Ida Black's story. Right. Yeah. So, um, sorry, um, <laughs> I just died. So the story of Ida Black versus uh, Colonel Buck is really wishy-washy. There's like multiple versions of it. They're all a little. It did it. Uh, yeah. It, uh, mm. So the legend states that Colonel Buck was cheating on his wife with Ida Black. And one day they were caught in the act of adultery. The uh, scandal of it all. And this was in the 1700s New England. Rumors spread faster than their diseases. Uh, and word got to everyone, including Buck's wife, and that he was fucking around i mean if all you gotta do is churn butter i'm sure gossip is like very much welcome (laughs) but there are also like multiple other stories that he like sought out ida black's help for something or that they were young lovers and he wasn't married at all and there's all which is not possible i refuse to believe that a colonial man sought out a woman's assistance in something you can't also refuse to believe that so like the, the, it's like whoever is telling the story apparently decides what happened and it made yeah. finding information for this so frustrating right so <laughs> the main story that i could find right so we don't really know if ida exists if ida black existed we don't know right and uh we do know buck existed for like we have uh, lots of like evidence of that yes uh so the main story that i could find states that a townsperson saw the two of them together canoodling in the woods fornicating and uh so rumors get back to buck's wife and buck being the sheriff the peace in or whatever the peacekeeper of town uh begins telling people that ida black's a witch and she seduced him like a suck this oh okay yeah sure. yeah i'm so sure some- that happened <laughs> many of the stories say that he put her on trial and then she was burned at the stake mm. multiple versions of this story say she was burned at the stake and that while she was being burned she said that she would dance upon his grave after oh, we his love death that. i wanted to exist just for that reason right <laughs> um 
So other people say she was drowned um, and other people say she was hanged. Like hanged seems like the most likely and logical because that was the most yes. common. Mm-hmm. However, like the problem here is that he was just a keeper of the peace. He couldn't have like judge and juried her. I mean, uh, kangaroo courts have historically been a thing. So I wouldn't put that past like the that's true. Like, realm of possibility. However, just because like you said, the burned at the stake thing, the different stories, I, you know, especially cool. because like you said too, like the gossip spread like wildfire. So mm-hmm. if all you have to do is like darn fucking socks and churn butter, I'm sure anybody is desperate for something. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, um, homeboy is telling everybody all over the place she's a witch she seduced me i would never cheat on my wife i love my family and uh they're like burn the bitch uh so ida black is supposedly burned at the stake and um you know puts a curse on buck saying that she'll dance on his grave good for her and then a month after the colonel jonathan buck tomb memorial uh is placed a stain in the shape of a foot appears and anytime it's washed off or the tomb is replaced it reappears it reappears days later right and this is what we're being told however the tomb is made out of marble and marble oxidizes when it cracks and <laughs> so there's like to crack that way into yeah. the shape it looks like a grinch foot to me i'm it sorry it does look like a grinch foot it, it looks like the like grinch, grinch foot, foot. <laughs> and like so as history tells us um like i looked into it buck's not even fucking buried there of course you know what's really funny too is it reminds me of like um jesse james how he's supposedly buried in like three different places and everybody's like we got the real jesse james oh yeah oh yeah oh so on my mom's side of the family because you know my mom's side of the family is super white Mm -hmm. um the one of my ancestors um actually was on the team who like went after jesse james and um i'm just like oh good i hope he died um <laughs> i have a friend that's related to jesse james good for them hey girl uh, just my ass over here like i hope the criminal wins <laughs> but um so yeah he's buried in the same graveyard obviously it's his graveyard right bitch erected it uh but he's not buried where that that tomb is it's just like they made that memorial for him right because the town is named after him he founded the town he founded the cemetery uh you know he made sure that the red people uh, you know apparently had space I d- he didn't even know about them because they wouldn't have been found for years after his death but like the cemetery was big enough to include that so i'm wondering if mm-hmm. he did know there was a native burial ground there i wouldn't doubt it when did you say this was this happened in the seven- 1700s and um okay. he died in God, he died in 17 because i was gonna say it made me think of joseph smith but joseph smith was 1800s <laughs> he died in the 1700s and um i I don't i didn't write down the number because i'm an idiot but um i should clarify that the reason why that made me think of joseph smith before people are like how the hell did you make that connection was that joseph smith found um burial mounds for the indigenous people and said that they were actually the burial mounds of a master race of white people that all the indigenous people killed so at the time people were like oh yeah solid that makes sense (laughs) so 
Yes, <laughs> colonizers. Uh, yes. This is what happens when you raise people Puritan. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have fun. Or dance. Or dance. On anyone's grave. What's wrong with you? Steal land from people and then live a shitty existence. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah. So basically it's described uh, that in 1870, they erected the... The erect. The erect. (laughs) The erection. So it says... So one account says that the tomb was erected in 1870. And another account says that his grandchildren erected it in 1852. So 1800s, basically. Yeah, so in the 1800s. And uh, from what we know, there's also a rumor that it was actually uh, Ida Black and Buck's unborn child or one of her sons or whatever, grandchildren that cursed him. And How is uh, the unborn kid doing curses? (laughs) And, like... Her just son is tiny just, fetus just being like, fuck you. Her son is literally described as her deformed son of the witch. That's mean. Right? That reminds and, me of like the Jersey Devil where they're like, that shit's evil. And it's just some poor, like, deformed kid. Like, that's so not nice. <laughs> well, like, fuck you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I love that the historical record was like, we can't just write that it was her son. We had to write that he was deformed and misshapen. Right? Why? Why is that information specifically necessary? So from one of the articles I read, uh, it's believed that uh, after the er- erection of uh, Buck's tomb, so like 70 years later or, or whatever, after the tomb was put up, um, that some really bored journalist wrote this, like the history of the tomb, uh, because the foot had arrived. Wrote the history of the tomb and it had arrived. It. Not it had just arrived. showed up. It had arrived. It because had they were waiting for it. It moment. was expected. It was expected. Uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> Um, just some like random notable things is just like so Buck's grandchildren were the ones who put up the memorial uh, the memorial has supposedly been replaced several times I don't know if I believe that um, I doubt it if the there's no way it oxidized the same yeah, way every no. time I feel like that that's that's some bullshit uh, last year during Halloween uh, time a bunch of teens vandalized every single grave in the entire cemetery every guys, single do grave that. Right? Like, don't be don't a shitty asshole. Uh, they used spray paint, of course, and people had to go out and clean the graves. It's hard to clean graves it that is. old, too. You have to be so yeah. careful. Because they get, like, fucking straight up fall apart. Yes. Um, yeah, we have a cemetery here that is from, like, the 1800s, and you have to be very, very, very gentle yes. with the graves. Uh, but yeah, so there's no history of the Ida Black trial, which is weird because we have notable history of all of the witch trials in the U.S., and um, the fact that Ida Blacks is not there, a little sus. So um, then I also looked, I dug through census listings. Um, the only Ida Black that comes up is a black woman named Ida. Um, and hmm. her, whether she has any connection to it, I have no idea. But, um, you know, like, I'll tell you what her full name is. Um, because when you look at uh, oh my god oh my god somebody put ida black in red De- uh red dead redemption i'm gonna just fucking scream it's fine uh so her name is ida b wells uh and she you know i don't, I don't even think she's from maine now she's from chicago 
So oh, I was gonna say back then too. It's like you don't have the, like the wide variety of like mm-hmm. surnames that you do now. And the thing is, is like so. This is the only Ida Black that I could find, and she was born in 1862, and um, that's well after the tomb was even erected. Right. And um, she died in 1931. So it definitely cannot be her. Like, there's no way. And do you think that maybe someone who had knowledge that um, you said it's made of marble, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think someone who was like a stonemason or something like that who had knowledge of the stones oxidization made it like that because they knew about the legend? I so- mean, what if it was the journalist? Yeah, who exactly. That's what I was make, thinking. Who make up the legend? And you're a journalist. You can research anything, right? You would know yeah. how stone works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched a video from a stonemason who like really explained all of like how it would have happened and everything. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, dug through census listings, um, obituaries, everything. Uh, Ida Black, as far as I know, doesn't exist. There's a possibility that this story happened and this woman was hung and her name wasn't Ida Black and her name has just changed over the years um, yeah, through legend. For sure. uh, I was so, going to say, or maybe maybe it was intentionally omitted because... It's possible. Yeah, maybe they yeah. changed her name on purpose. Uh, even if she had kids or her deformed son. Oh my God. <laughs> If she had or kids, they might have, penis. right? Maybe they were doing it to protect the family name. That's um, what I was thinking. Or like to spare the sheriff some shame, like if he actually mm-hmm. didn't do that. But like Buck was dead a hundred years before the legend began. And yeah. I, I just, <sighs> the way New Englanders, especially, uh, you know, pre the internet <laughs> gossip, <laughs> you can't tell me it didn't like, this journalist was like, no one tells this story anymore. I'll tell it. I just, I, it's I, really, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's safe to say uh, that we can mark this story down as a urban legend. And I love that for them. No, we love a good urban legend. Yeah. Just, I, I think us here, we're definitely of the mind of debunk first mm-hmm. and then look at unexplained things because I'm not, like, I'm not a firm denier of anything, but if it can be debunked, debunk it. If if you can prove it to me, fucking prove it to me. Love that. Would love to yeah, know. Sure. Uh, but the thing is, like, uh, through research, through history, and you know I'm a fucking history nut. I'm obsessed. Um, there's just no evidence of this woman existing, and there's so many different like telephone style stories of the legend and i can't find the journalist's like original like printout which is really sus to me right and uh like because we have fucking newspapers going back to fucking early early times but i I guess you know if maybe his uh journalism was just like papers that he posted on walls or something i don't know the early equivalent of Facebook. Right. <laughs> just shit posting. Read this paper. <laughs> the first it. shit post. <laughs> He's just standing in the middle of town. Ida Black was a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Ida Black is a harlot. <laughs> yeah, just what we know about the witch trials, what we know about capital punishment, and what we know, uh, like, moral of the story is that this is probably a legend and i hope that it continues for years to come i hope that 
uh, someday my nerdy little fucking occult loving grandchildren hear about this story and are like, let's go see the foot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I wanna go look at the foot. I, I hope that, that, that it, it lives for that long, but um, I, I think, you know, it comes down to, it's a believable story because of the way society, especially Western society has always treated women. No, for sure. And mm-hmm. like, it's fun to hear these stories to, it, it's a lot like Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Like we love mm-hmm. we love Halloween because it's like a controlled, like spooky, nothing's gonna happen to you type environment. But a lot of these stories are possible because of things like this, where mm-hmm. like it's believable because of the violence that's been perpetrated against women for yep. no motherfucking reason throughout history. Yeah, that's uh, and that's absolutely it. That's what it comes down to. But that is the story of the cursed tomb of Colonel Buck in Bucksport, Maine. And um, I believe you're going to be taking us somewhere for the next pot, uh, episode. Yes. Oh, I am. That one's going to be fun. That's the spouses episode. Ooh. We're going to bring on our spouses, and I'm going to talk about H. H. Holmes and his murder mansion I'm hotel so that he never opened. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. You know how much I love that story. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I'm excited, too, because Michael is, like, a very firm skeptic. Like, he's straight up. You could probably show him a video of a ghost. He'd be like, that ain't real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that for him someone, so much. Someone could probably find, like, for sure 100% evidence. And he'd probably be like, that's a deep fake. <laughs> also, <laughs> you know what this means? You know what this means? What? Next week, we're going to have Hank Hill on the show you are exactly <laughs> yes he's gonna be like why would anyone do drugs when you could just mow a lawn <laughs> <laughs> i love this for michael <laughs> even though he like never mows the lawn <laughs> we pay somebody to mow our lawn oh he mowed it this morning but it was very overgrown and i was like hank hill is very disappointed in you and he's like i know <laughs> oh i love that but yeah, Especially so. when he likes to compare himself to Hank Hill and like you have a charcoal grill, you have to stop. Like <laughs> <laughs> until you start selling propane, I don't want to hear it. Propane right. and propane accessories. From like your desk at HR, just pull out like a propane tank from underneath his desk. Now you guys just need a weird friend who's really, really concerned about aliens and the FBI. <sighs> I love the episode where he realizes that like the accounting of what happened to JFK was accurate. So he like becomes this huge patriot and reports Hank to the FBI. <laughs> Super funny. It's truly uh, amazing. But yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this this rehashing and deep, mostly debunking of this legend <laughs> and uh, my, my deep frustration with the fact that like I really, really, really tried to find Ida Black's existence. Like I spent days on this. I even <laughs> dug through all of my historical books that have listings of everyone who died as a witch, uh, as a witch in the US. And I was so mad not to find her name, but I did find um, a pastor or a, a was it a preacher uh, who died uh, of accused? Actually, so there was another man who died accused of witchcraft. If I read it correctly, but his last name was Busey, and it reads like Bussy. Oh, so, is that where you came up with that joke? <laughs> yes, that's where the 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 um, the the Bussy joke comes from. For you know, Bussy was put on trial for witchcraft. Uh, <laughs> I just loved when you were like, I'm telling on you, I'm going to Pastor Bussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I can't help myself, and I'm probably gonna continue to make that joke. Because <laughs> I don't hear it enough from Michael adding OC to the end of everything. Oh my god, so does my partner, so... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, and then we'll do another episode with uh, my spouse down the line, and they're gonna tell us about uh, Divic boxes? Is that what they're called? Yeah, Dybbuk boxes. Yes. Dybbuk, like with a B, right? Yes. And, um, yeah, because I, I would rather a, a Jewish person come talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we will see you all in the next one. We're going to take a pit stop here and pump some gas. Pump some gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this part of the journey. Our drivers will gas up the hearse, and the rest of you, well, good night. Sleep tight. And remember, those aren't bed bugs biting you when a limb slides off the side of the bed. <laughs>find out more about Road Trip to the Grave, follow us on Instagram at Road Trip to the Grave Pod or support us on Patreon at Road Trip to the Grave. As always, thanks for listening. Road Trip to the Grave is spelt Road Trip to the number two, The Grave. <laughs>